The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Spiritual Ecstasy with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I welcome you to my program called Spiritual Ecstasy on Superpowers of the Soul Channel. And today we will be discussing one of the most difficult things, issues people face in the modern world. It's called intimacy. It's the new and oldest frontier. My name is Gabriel Cousins. Uh, people uh, often call me the physician of the soul. I'm trained as a psychiatrist and a family therapist and a holistic physician. And I'm noted as a spiritual teacher. Uh, and I teach spiritual nutrition and uh, spiritual topics to people all over the world, really in 42 different countries I've taught. We also have humanitarian programs in these different countries as well. And I'm also a grandfather and a father uh, with a variety of wonderful grandchildren and children. And this topic of intimacy is very, very important for people in today's world because it's being lost by the forces that are happening in the world. And today's work is to bring us back and focusing on what's of great value to us as human beings, not as robots, not as technical uh, machines, but as human beings. And the process of intimacy helps us evolve in a much deeper way when we actually acknowledge that there is a process called intimacy and our work is how to evolve using the process of intimacy. It's not that there are other ways to evolve, but this is a very powerful way for many people. So how do we transform our relationships into a spiritual path? Intimacy is one of the key things. Now, just a moment, we're going to take a break. I want you to understand that this is the program called Spiritual Ecstasy, because it's ecstasy that happens when we start to really wake up. And I can be reached at drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co. For further information, I teach a variety of workshops, uh, including sacred relationship workshops. And it's very 
and especially to be able to share with you these teachings. So we're going to take a short break. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Okay, now we're back with my program, Spiritual Ecstasy on the Superpowers of the Soul channel. And in a way, intimacy really becomes a superpower. And again, you can reach me at uh, drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co. Now, let's take a look at this. I We ended before the break in talking about intimacy as a spiritual path, a way to evolve ourselves. And that's, that's really what the key is. So let's look at it. So first of all, when we're really involved with intimacy, it takes us into the mystery, I'm going to say mysteries of life. Not that everybody's ready to go there, but that's okay. Because it's not about safety and security. Relationship is not about safety and security. Intimacy is not about safety and security. It's about the alchemical process of transformation. And that's the way to really begin to think about it. Okay? It takes us to the frontiers of human existence. It helps us face our angels and our demons. Okay? It usually activates some of our our deepest amount of of traumas even. You know, uh, growing up in our family of origin, difficulties in relationships, um, our personal patterns, our past life patterns, all of this comes up in the process or may come up in the process of intimacy. So let me get clear. Intimacy, the journey of intimacy is a journey into the unknown. And as I said before in the opening, it's not about safety and security. It's about entering the transformational transformational process and accepting that. We don't know how this is going to turn out. That's part of the courage. It's entering a process of the unknown where you actually don't know where it's going to end up for yourself. But in a deep way, also know that it's geared to take us to another level of our awareness. And it is really part 
of the evolution of human consciousness. It is the new frontier. And of course, it's the, one of the oldest frontiers as well, relationship. What makes it so difficult? Well, because it challenges us to maintain and grow within a live. This is key because it's very easy to let relationships become solidified and, quote, safe. But we're talking about a commitment to grow in a live, turned on, awakened connection. lubricated by love, giving us the courage, love gives us the courage to face us, okay? But it is about facing our old patterns, our old pains, our old family of origin issues. And at the same time, to create the space for the other in our relationship and for ourselves to expand and grow spiritually and to become the full expression of what we're meant to be. The wild woman and the wild man. And I'm going to use those terms. And I know we live in a world of, of political correctness, but it's way too complicated to try to get all the right language. So I am using male and female as our polarities. Okay. And the male-female relationship, but really all relationships, that's what we, we're trying to make your point here, um, are, if we choose, a vehicle for the evolution of human consciousness and for the evolution of our consciousness. The path of love, the path of intimacy, asks us to face the unknown within, within ourselves. And within the other, and within our relationship. That relationship is a third dynamic when we really begin to understand us, understand the process. What are the powers of love besides connecting us with the divine is to give us the courage to take the risk to dive into who we are. Because when we feel love, we're more likely to take the risk to grow. Now, I want to qualify that because there are different levels of relationship, which will be discussed in, a, in another program. And at the very basic relationship, growth is actually a threat. But at the highest level of what I call relationships, the L chemical merging, we growth is... Uh, essential to the process because we're creating a new you, 
a new me, and a new gift to the world of awakening. So that's the context I'm talking about it, okay? And in that context, intimacy and love are paths, adventurers. And part of the path means taking the risk to be real with yourself and with each other. It doesn't happen quite so easily when we get beyond idealism. Often it takes a year or two for these issues. I call it when the honeymoon comes uh, finishes. For the issues of family of origin to arise, for the issue of past lives to arise. That's when we have the opportunity to really grow, or we have an opportunity to freeze and lock in and, uh, in a sense, let love grow stale. What is for path for adventure for spiritual adventures? Okay. Um, why does love work? Because it makes it, it it can render the mind powerless, so that we can't. Uh, once the mind's out of the way, we can actually evolve in a whole different way, and that's the key. Okay, and. Once we can move beyond the mind, we can go what I'm going to call uh, ecstatic abandonment into the truth of who we are. Ecstatic abandonment into the truth of who we are, powered by our love and our trust that this is going to turn out for the best. Now, as consorts, that's an interesting term, consorts. It's not a sexual term, actually. A consort is someone who helps you evolve and helps you get through the places that are difficult for yourself. And then give you that extra push. So in a relationship, we become each other's consorts. This is not so easy. Evolving is not so easy. And Again, relationship brings up everything if we're actually taking the relationship as a spiritual path. And it's almost there to evoke situations where we can choose to grow fully and where we can really experience the divine within ourselves. And that's really the magic of this story, which is your story, which is our story. So we'll, we want to keep that open, okay? And these natural human emotions that we're evoking are actually reflections of the divine within ourselves. It's, it's so important, so foundational. And uh, people often see conflict as a problem. No, if we're doing conflict that comes up naturally, it's 
there to highlight an opportunity for spiritual growth. That's really the beauty of this process. Okay. And what is the key? Is to take the arrows of relationship, the sacredness that comes out of relationship, and use it in a way that makes us no longer fearful for being the true expression of who we are. Most of the time, people, we, we, we're hiding from showing ourselves. We've learned it's way safer not to be real. And in relationship, in sacred relationship, in intimacy, we create the space for the other to really reveal themselves and be open to the deeper emotions of non-causal love, non-causal peace, non-causal wonders, non-causal compassion, because these are the, the deeper truths of who we are. And in relationship, we can create a safe space for this to happen. That's the beauty of it. That's a, the, the thing that makes a difference. Um, the, we also begin to understand that the path of enlightenment is like the footprint of a bird in the sky. What do I mean by that? Well, Um, all there is is being in the truth of the eternal presence. And there really is no path here. That's what that means. The eternal presence is when we're living in past, present, future, and the energy that encompasses all that from the something to the nothing and beyond that. It is even beyond the eternal or infinite. So we have the finite world, we have the infinite world, but then the eternal presence is the energy of the oneness beyond all that. That's what can come out in sacred relationship. That's very powerful. So intimacy, being open to intimacy, has the potential to take us to this level of awareness, this level of oneness, this level of God consciousness that can emerge as a result of our interaction, of our intimate interaction in relationship. Uh, and the key, of course, is having some level of agreement that you're both playing at that level. 
it's very difficult to have uh, true intimacy if there isn't a, a kind of foundation of, uh, of the parameters and that you're actually doing that, that the part of the purpose of relationship is spiritual evolution. Part of the purpose of relationship is it's a path of enlightenment. So these are the, the kind of ground rules that you have to agree on, okay? And use the relationship to amplify the divine presence. And feeling that presence helps the mind become powerless so we can transcend the mind to be able to get to these deeper levels of intimacy. Now, there's a quote from the Torah, in Bereshit 129, Genesis 127, 127. So God created humanity in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Now, no, that's two, not one. Okay? Not separately, but together in the image of God. Because an individual sees them separate from God. And what's being said here is that um, the individual in relationship to another person becomes the reflection of God. Think of that as a basis of intimacy. Just think about that for a second. He created them, male and female, he created them. And it's in that relationship of the two becoming one that we have the image of God. I just up the whole discussion of intimacy because this is where we're going. Where we're going in this is male, female becoming one as the image of God. That's what it says. It's a very, very profound statement, okay? And what is the image? It's love. It's the male and female merging into the oneness, no longer in polarity. Now, of course, the, the secret to this is that we need a certain amount of polarity to go to the alchemical oneness. You need the poles of energy then to move into the chemical alchemical oneness. When we are trying to just like be like the other and kind of without the polarity, and the energy isn't there. It's bland, it's safe, it's comfortable at some level. Um, but it doesn't create a polarity that allows us to become the image of God. Intimacy is that process of overcoming the polarity into the alchemical oneness in which we become the image of God, two becoming one, and then becoming two again. But there's one other thing. Once you've become one, once that other person 
as deeply connected to your soul and you're deeply connected to their soul, you're always one, even though you walk around as two. That's a subtlety of intimacy. You can't know it till you've been there. Okay, you can talk about it, but you can't know it. That you literally, even though you're individual, even though you're unique, you're carrying the energetics of the other person's soul. And that's that's really uh, part of what relationship is is is, is about. Okay, so when we go a little further, when we look at the desire and attraction between men and women, it's a longness, it's a longingness to create wholeness, okay, to create the wholeness of the image of God. We all have that within us. That's what makes it so powerful. And it's also the wholeness of enlightenment. So that's the attraction. Although we're not a lot of people are saying, well, we're getting a relationship to be in the process of enlightenment. At the highest octave, relationships are a spiritual path that can take us to liberation. Part of the work in this intimacy is to create a space for the other person to be truly themselves, to be truly their own divine expression without limitations that the other person needs for them to be safe, not to be safe, to feel safe, okay? That's the the beauty of it, okay? Uh, Now, I am not saying that you have to be in a relationship to be uh, enlightened. I am saying uh, something different. I'm saying this is how relationships can become a path of enlightenment because the path of intimacy, it actually, as far as I'm concerned, accelerates the enlightenment process because you're having someone else reflect back to you uh, things that need to be improved. Now, of course, people can use it as criticism, but they can also say, wait, we're together, this is coming up, and I'm giving you feedback because this is obviously a place of growth here. And if two people in intimacy make a contract about that, and, and, and not to misuse it, but to make a contract about, okay, that's why we're we're together here is is it is to give us each other positive feedback which we can feel good about and we can grow with. Then we're all in purpose. We're all in alignment, and then we're using our intimacy because to be intimate, you have to kind of reveal yourself. You have to reveal your pain and your fears, and the what makes you happy. You have to reveal all of yourself. And in that process, we're able to let go of that which isn't truly ourselves. This is not a path for the meek. This is a path for the spiritual warrior. 
all has to be done in a way of creating space for the other, for their own expression, their own freedom. And in the world, it's very hard to have that kind of space. But two people can create that. And that's another level of intimacy, to create the space for that person to be their own personal expression of who they're meant to be. What's key to this is holding this term I use, eternal presence, where in, in a sense, we let go of past, present, and future, um, and we go beyond time to the eternal presence. So in this, we, we understand that the awakening of process means we actually have to let go of all the things we've done in the past that are still weighing on us, things we'll think we're gonna do in the future. We have to, to, to let go of all those thought forms. We need to be free from the thought forms of past, present, and future so we can be totally in the presence. And so that means forgiveness, right? We have to build that and then we forgiveness. This is key. Because if we don't forgive those around us, and clearly those in relationship, an intimate relationship, things get frozen. They get stuck in unforgiveness. And it blocks evolution. And that's the, the point I'm making here. That uh, we we have to free each other. We have to free each other from the, what we've done in the past, what we may do in the future. In other words, let go of all our thought forms because thought forms of the past hold us to the past and we can't be present. So I don't mean to ignore it. We do need to work through everything. But that's the point. We do need to work through everything. And, and, and leaving nothing undone uh, and not getting immersed in details, but the bigger issues. So there's no resentments and angers about what happened in the past. Because they are like anchor anchors that keep us from evolving. That's the... The, I think that the key thing. Um, the, uh, the process of intimacy then, and in, 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 in essence summarizing this, is to create a safe, and forgiving space for us to blossom as a full wild male and female we're meant to be. Intimacy requires truly trusting the other person. It also involves believing in the other person. And it is what then allows us to create eros in the relationship, 
Eros is not just sex. Eros is about everything in a relationship becoming sacred. Every way we talk to each other, every way we think about each other, every way we touch each other becomes a sacred event. That's the deeper arrows. It's not sexuality. It's making everything, every idea, every thought, every word as part of arrows. That's a big challenge, okay? And so my challenge to everyone is to make every word in relationship an experience of eros in your life. We have the potential to use our relationship to help us reach the highest levels of understanding, the highest levels of evolution, if we so choose. Now, for people who are interested in more information about me, you can reach me at drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co where you can access all my programs, including programs on sacred relationship and different levels of evolution, including spiritual nutrition. Not that you can eat your way to God, but spiritual nutrition supports that. And my weekly programs, which are on Thursdays uh, and actually sometimes during the week. So there's a lot of programs to access. There's a lot of information to access. There are different courses um, that we, we offer, uh, courses on like relationship, courses on uh, Zero Point, which is a... Uh, what we call yana yoga the mind where you're able to clear the thought forms for the mind to have a clear mind courses on uh, again spiritual nutrition but uh, and also uh, spiritual fasting the whole point is to support the evolution of humanity one person at a time so I, I bless you again uh, and you can listen to me on, on the spiritual ecstasy part of uh, superpowers of the soul and uh, may everybody be inspired to, to live in a way in which we are acting with each other in a way that supports the sacred intimacy as a path to waking up on every level. Amen. I hope all the pictures. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.